there's a culture war that's going on. It's both here in New Zealand and overseas as well. And it's based around identity politics, especially around uh, gender, sexuality and race. But it's now being targeted in schools at our very young children. And we should be concerned. Let's check it out. So I have to confess that I'm often on the lookout for good videos to share with you. And uh, I found a very good one from PragerU that just uh, came out today, in fact. And uh, for 50, I just want to show you a section of it. For 15 years, Kelly Fontanella taught middle and high school students in a California public school. So that's high school and intermediate comparative to New Zealand. And then she abruptly left it behind. Now, why would a teacher who loves her teaching quit her job? Well, check out her answer. Why would a teacher who loves teaching quit her job? Answer, when her job is no longer about teaching. For 15 years, I taught ESL, English as a Second Language, to middle and high school students. The last five years were at public schools in Salinas, California. Salinas has suffered for a long time with a gang problem. Students are just as likely to fall victim to the temptations of gang life as they are to graduate from high school. If that sounds like a challenge, it was exactly the challenge I was looking for. It's why I became an educator, to help put kids, especially teenagers, on a good path in life. And that's what I tried to do. I taught my students that if they worked hard and accepted responsibility for their actions, they would succeed, that their race didn't define them, that they should respect the police, that there are only two sexes, that communism leads to misery. But in the last few years, they were hearing something different in their other classes, that their race was their destiny, that the police were out to get them, that their sexual identity is a personal choice, that socialism is compassionate, communism isn't so bad, and capitalism is cruel. Many of my students, especially the ones who had recently come to America, rejected these depressing lessons. They knew what they had fled. They wanted to embrace their new country and its values, but other students completely bought into it. I needed to know why. So I dove into the school's ethnic studies curriculum, the source of so many toxic ideas. I found classroom activities such as a privilege quiz where students would compare and contrast their gender, race, class, and sexual orientation with those of their classmates. I found another exercise which involved conducting a mock trial to charge various persons implicated in genocide against native Californians in order to create a social justice counter narrative. None of this should be surprising because the guiding principle of the curriculum was to critique white supremacy, racism, anti-blackness, patriarchy, capitalism, and other forms of power and oppression. And in case you think this is just one school, passing an ethnic studies class will soon be mandatory for high school graduation throughout the state of California. And it doesn't stop at students. Teachers who reject these radical ideas especially teachers with the wrong skin color, risk being labeled racist or white supremacist, putting their jobs and careers on the line. In June 2020, I addressed the Salinas School Board. I told them that allowing critical race theory and Black Lives Matter indoctrination in the classroom is unbalanced, too political, and will only do harm. In response, the board president, a professor of ethnic studies at a local college, called me anti-people of color. 
I am people of color. I'm half Jamaican. In fact, before the board meeting, the district had sent me a gift just for being Black, a mask bearing the message, Black Educators Matter, an I Love Being Black sticker, and an African greeting that acknowledged the God in me. Well, it's an incredible video. Um, it's a five-minute clip that you can watch on PragerU. So please go and watch it and, and support PragerU. They're, they're putting out some great videos. But I know what you'll be saying right now. You'll be saying, well, only in America, only in California. Well, if you've been watching McBlog for long, you'll know that gender ideology is already being rammed through schools at a frightening pace, targeting children as young as seven. We've, we've proved that beyond doubt. But so too is critical theory and critical race theory. Look, an example of this can be found in the Ministry of Education Te Hurahanganui policy, which was created to address racism and equity throughout the education system. And it says, build critical consciousness to support a structural shift in the education system. Building critical consciousness means reflecting critically on the imbalance of power and resources in society and taking anti-oppressive action to do something about it for the better. It means recognizing white privilege, understanding racism, inequity faced by Māori, and disrupting that status quo to strengthen equity. And the Teaching Council of New Zealand, now they're responsible for setting and maintaining professional standards for all teachers in New Zealand. They've got their Unteach Racism resource to identify and confront and dismantle bias and prejudice, so teaching is free from racism. Yep, apparently racism is rampant amongst our teaching profession. Critical race theory is implicit in all of this school material. In fact, I recently did an Official Information Act request on a completely unrelated topic, and in the body of that response I received from the Minister of Justice was this statement, racism and discrimination are complex issues and are deeply embedded throughout New Zealand's structures systems and beliefs. Uh, in other words, New Zealand is irredeemably racist and by implication all white people are racist. The Ministry of Education has spent $700,000 teaching civil servants about it. People who go on the course apparently are told that recognizing white privileges or white privilege acknowledges New Zealand's colonial history. You know, it's wrong to teach children to be defined by their race or their sexuality rather than as individuals, as though they are only the colour of their skin or their sexual preference, and that's all they will ever be. It's confusing to children. It's actually adult concepts, and it will create resentment, tribalism, and division in schools. For example, fighting racism with racism is a double standard. Schools should be inspiring people from all backgrounds and genders to achieve their potential and not teaching children collective guilt and racial superiority theory. My clear message to you is, are they teaching gender ideology or critical race theory at your child or grandchildren's school? Have you checked? You should. Absolutely you should. You may be shocked by what you find out. You know, we need to stand with teachers like Kelly. Teachers who are in the state education system who reject this radical ideology and who need people like you and me to say, this material is not what parents want and it's not what children need. We need to lock arms with teachers, educators and principals who agree with the concerns of parents. You know, knowledge equals power. 
And as parents, it's time to put the power back in your hands, not the state's. 